Hey, Couples Therapy Podcast, and we are here, and we got a bonus episode going on right now. Hey, y'all. Yeah, we're trying to get everything leveled out <laughs> and good to go here. We got a new setup. We're recording tonight. Yeah, we're going to try this YouTube thing out. We'll see yeah, how far it goes. see how it goes. Can y'all guess what we're going to talk about? Hey. This shit is the like the ultimate freestyle. <laughs> this shit made me want to freestyle like something. You crazy. can't rap. Definitely want to make me freestyle. You cannot rap. I'm not gonna freestyle because I can't rap. You're right. You're absolutely right. I cannot rap at okay. all. So let's get started. But anyway, uh, yeah, let's get it going here. We got a lot to talk about. The movie was fucking crazy. Y'all already know what we talking so, about. So, just to let y'all know right now, if you have not seen the movie, don't listen to this episode. Spoilers. Until you watch it. Don't watch this video until you watch it because we're going to be talking about everything. Spoiler alert. Spoilers all through this, up and down this. We're going to break it down. We're going to dissect it. We're going to give you our opinion on it. We're going to give you what the overall synopsis of it is and just you're going to know everything there is to know about it because the thing about the movie is everybody's saying that they don't get it, B. How do you not get it? The shit is right there playing Okay, day. so baby, even before that if you see any press about it, especially if Winston Duke is in the press, he literally says that the movie is about classism. Well, I mean, just the fact of the matter is even even more this than that. Walk. As soon as we as start, we're going to start recording this again. They're making grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Anywho, I don't see how you don't get what the movie is about because it's not like, I don't know, whatever. I don't know. But yeah, so I'm at work uh, and I run into one of my coworkers and we talked about the movie. And I, she was like, I, Bruce, did you like it? And I knew she was going to be like, no. But I was like, oh my God, it was it was great. It was great. I enjoyed it thoroughly. She was like, I just did not get it. And I was like, what do you mean you didn't get it? Like, on the surface. Okay, wait, wait. The movie is straight up good and creative. One. Yeah. Two. It's kind of creepy. Like only a nigga that but if can you don't, manifest if you, his dreams can write some shit like that. If you don't, <clears throat> his um, nightmares. I mean, if you don't appreciate art, like film as an art, and you just look at film for entertainment, mm-hmm. then I can see how you can bypass it. I mean, and say that it's not good because I, you. But I feel like the people who went and who were gung ho about it saw Get Out and they know it's deeper, it's Easter eggs in there and all that other stuff. And they are hungry to go see that. Like they want to figure out the puzzle. It's the expectations. Yeah. So And, they, and people going in there with such high expectations, then they just I don't even know. I had, this movie was completely different. I had high I, I don't was. think that it's because they had high expectations because I had high expectations. I wasn't let down, but I also knew that this movie wasn't like get out. I think people were going to look for a race theme and race really wasn't a theme. It was, but not necessarily race, but it was classism, but, um, not saying like expectations, like I have expectations that this is going to be good. And they let me down. I'm talking about expectations. Like, Ooh, I got to keep my eyes peeled to see if I can find all the Easter eggs in there. This one I mean, had Easter eggs in it, but it wasn't as deep Easter eggs like it was in Get Out. Unless 
we didn't notice them the first time and we have to watch it again there there are easter eggs in it like i i literally caught them but what i'm saying is compared to get out i don't think that was his main goal with this one go ahead and i think so i don't know break it down so yeah we got categories because we're gonna try to keep this in a good time frame the first one is overall theme what did you get as the overall theme of the movie well, well are you some of the overall them, things. Or you want me to, we want to go as we go. I mean, we're going to go as we go. Okay. Well, my overall theme of the movie was um, that. Your overall theme? Yeah. What is that? The movie's overall theme. Oh, well, my, my personal opinion and take of the overall theme of the movie was uh, with Get Out in this movie here, he's created his own world, essentially. Okay. And with this world, everything is deriving from that same experiment. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even in the first movie, it was an experiment. Okay. This one was an experiment. So, what I got from it was, and this is just me looking at it out of from Get Out to this one, uh-huh. that their whole experiment in the first movie was about taking African Americans' bodies and putting white people's brains in them, right? To take, to to get their attributes essentially. Yeah, to get their ability. To get their abilities, their physical abilities. You want to know what I never thought of, but makes perfect sense. What? When I was at work down the rabbit hole watching videos about this movie, Winston Duke said that Get Out was about gentrification. Get Out. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Yeah, yeah, it was somewhat. Yes. Yeah, he was like, it's gentrification in its most exaggerated form, gentrification of the body. Right. And I was like, I mean, I thought of it like that, but I wouldn't have used that word. Let, let me finish my thought, though, babe. Um, Go ahead. So it's, he's created this world, and I think with all his movies that he's going to make now, they're all going to be based on that world now. And that group of people is a parallel with the Knights Templar. Because if you go back to Get Out, they were all wearing red which is symbolic of that, the people that was at the auction and everything. Mm -hmm. This is one of those videos that I kind of caught. This one makes the most sense to me, this theory. So basically they're putting them in the same universe. Well, this is the overall world as his movies are portraying. So this is the experiment with the same people. And this one with us was one of the experiments that they did to try to get that same outcome. So this this same group of elite people who were taking the attributes of African Americans and get out is the same group of elite people who are they created this this experiment that they kept under the the beach at Santa Monica or wherever it was Santa Cruz I think it was Uh and those people that were down there were failed experiments essentially the same way with the bunnies. I think they tried to do it with bunnies. So that's why they had so many bunnies and rabbits down there. Mm -hmm. But then they tried it with, they created these clones that were attached. So you remember in Get Out, he said something about, even though we take your brain, there's still a percentage of you that is left inside of you. Uh huh. That's what the, uh, what's the word? The tether. Okay. Situation was. So you still were connected with this person on, on the upper level, but you were the clone version of them. That's why if you looked at it every time, so they couldn't control their bodies. So 
the per- so everything that the per- people upstairs or on the surface level of the earth did, mm-hmm. they did it, but they did it down there in that world. So even when she reenacted it and she was going through the um, the, the the fair and they were eating the burgers and everything, they were eating it, but they were just eating it in their world, which right. was the rabbits, because all they could eat was the rabbits and whatever the case was. But it was a parallel world. It was one of those failed experiments by the Nice Templar, which is the overall thing that he uses in that movie every every time. I ain't getting none of that. I I'll didn't, show you the video. I didn't connect. I'll show you the video. I didn't connect Get Out with... It's connected, yes. With, um, I think people like to think it's connected. In my opinion, it's not. We'll show you the video. I'll show you the video, and then you can draw a conclusion from it then. Because right now, you haven't. I haven't explained to you in detail all of it. So. I understand that, but I'm just saying, like, from my perspective in the videos that I've seen, and even from Jordan Peele's mouth, they're not really in the same universe. Okay. People trying to make it like a Marvel universe where this thing is happening on this planet or place. You know, I don't I don't see it that way. But I think my overall themes of it was that I got from the movie was um of course classism. Uh it was about gender roles and expectations. And it was also about generational trauma. Uh, yeah, generational trauma. Because, like, so the classism one, I think, is the most obvious one with the people in power creating this dynamic in the same way where, like, the people in power kind of sit at the top and mm-hmm. us people on the bottom kind of fight each other for whatever little bit of scrap that we can get. they throw down from the table. Mm-hmm. That was There was that. And then the um, the uh, the generational trauma part of it was something happened to her in her childhood that she didn't resolve or didn't quite know how to resolve and just was running from it. And then it came back to her and also affected her spouse like generational trauma does. Mm-hmm. It affected her children. Like unresolved generational trauma was, it affected everybody around her as an adult because that was never really dealt with. And what was it? Well, the crazy thing about it was it wasn't never going to get dealt with because she wasn't a human. She was a clone. Right. But I mean, taking it out of the context Context of of the the movie. movie, What was the other one I said? Classism. Classism, generational trauma. And I can't think of the other one. It escaped me that fast. But yeah, that, those are the things that. Oh, gender roles is what I was saying, because like. Oh yeah. When you look at the husband, the husband, like you expect him to be this protector, this like, and he tried. I mean, he had a bet, <laughs> but he didn't really listen to her throughout the movie, like from the very beginning. But I think that was a play on classism as well because if you think about it the reason why that's the patriarchy the reason why he kind of fell by the wayside was because for one she knew what was going on he on the other hand didn't see them as human beings he didn't see them as he a threat no 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 he saw him as a threat i don't think he, he saw him only as a threat the thing is is it's kind of the parallel of racism almost so, you know, the reason why some people fear other races, kind of like with the uh, the Jess Hilarious situation, uh, the reason why people fear certain 
uh, races is because you have this already made up portrayed perception of them. So for instance, with Caucasian Americans or white people mm-hmm. with us, they already in their mind internally have been raised to think that we are stronger than them, pose a threat instantly and have some type of strong ability that they don't have or possess. Let me finish. I'm going to let you finish. Could you listen to what I'm listening. Because <laughs> you looked at it like. Because I'm trying to remember. Write it down or something. I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> so, damn, now I'm trying to remember. So, with him, he didn't see them as. Because when he asked, who are you guys? And they said, we're Americans, right? Right. He still played it off, kind of like, no, you guys are, you guys are like. He kept thinking that they wanted money. He kept thinking that they wanted monetary stuff because he thought they were just there as a threat. He just thought them as a threat or as monsters, essentially, not real people. And that's how he ended up getting played to the left on it because he didn't take it for what it was. He didn't take it for these maybe real people who are here for a specific reason. You know what I mean? Not He thought they just was coming to rob him, essentially, right. which is something that the higher up you get up the food chain, you can't see people on lower level in a in a in a normal way it's an elitist attitude it's an elitist attitude exactly and that's how he approached it the whole movie i agree with that but also another layer to that is him not seeing them as a threat because he didn't even know what they were so it's just like oh it's just a it's just a family it's just a family at the driveway it's probably right, the right. neighbors but he didn't see them as a threat on on one particular level. And that's why after they did all that, like they lit a fire, they standing there looking at you, looking all sinister. And you talking about take me to the ATM machine and I'll give you money. When you interact with people like that, you don't see them as a threat. You see them as beneath you and something that you can kind of gloss over. That you can buy your way out of. Yeah. Right. It's an elitist attitude. So I'm saying it kind of plays on the role of racism a little bit. I can see that. Yeah. But I'm saying it's both, to me, it's both of those things. It's he was so up on his high horse that he couldn't fathom the fact that they were there for something more than monetary shit right. or to rob them. And see, that leads me into the next category that I thought about talking mm-hmm. about Easter eggs, symbolism, and micro choices. Okay. So I had a list of um, micro choices and like things that I thought was symbolic. Some of them I picked up on, and some of them, um, when I watched a couple of videos, kind of trying to make sure my mind, like I was catching everything, mm-hmm. because I probably won't see it again in theaters. But um, some of them I didn't catch, and I'll let you know which ones. But his Howard shirt, yeah, that was a micro choice. I think that was very intentional, because it gave him a college-educated background. And to where it kind of took race off the table mm-hmm. and let you focus on the fact that this is a college-educated man, which people usually assume is more astute and just, like, worldly, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then he, um, his choice in blue lighting. Did you notice, like, everything was hues of blue? I didn't notice that. So, like, when she's in the fun house or the house of mirrors mm-hmm. and she meets her doppelganger... Mm-hmm. She's blue lit. Mm-hmm. It kind of looked like the cover of Moonlight. What's the, what's the blue though? Usually, um, in film, from what I learned when I was in art school, you don't put black people 
in blue light. Like you don't light them blue because the hues and undertones in our skin absorb most of the light and it gives the unless you're intentionally trying to do it, it gives it a kind of grainy or murky effect, mm -hmm. which I think worked well in the movie, not only because she was in a house of mirrors, mm -hmm. but also because it was like a gritty, a gritty scene. And even if you notice they were wearing red jumpsuits, but they weren't, their red wasn't as vibrant red. I got something about that. Because of the, because of the blue light. Somebody said something about, um, the Freddy Krueger wore red like that. It's like three different theories that go with the red, by the way. What? All right. So my Easter eggs was it plays back on to get out. So remember when I was saying at the Niggas auction. really keep trying to connect these two movies. They're connected. I don't see it. I'm going to okay. tell you. I'm gonna, and okay. I'm going to prove it to you after we get off, too. Okay. So their movies are connected, um, but they play <laughs> off of Get Out. So think about in Get Out when old boy went to the sunken place. They did a close-up on his face, mm -hmm. and it was that single tear. Okay. They did that a lot with Lupita. And the daughter. Right, that was intentional. Another thing, the bunny rabbit. So a lot of these Easter eggs were just fan shit of Pill. These are just different things that he put in there uh, yeah. based on shit that he likes and right. paying homage to directors and, and movies that he that influenced him. Jaws, right? Like stuff. the Freddy Krueger glove that mm -hmm. she wore, which yep, yep, also yep. symbolized Michael Jackson because that of the red jumpsuit. But he always wore one glove. Yeah, I saw that. Um, the red jumpsuits also played a part of the Knights Templar situation because if you go back to get out when they were at the auction, they all had on something red, which is symbolic of the Knights Templar, and then the red jumpsuit shows that they were working for that same group. Okay. But you probably don't believe that. Um and then also the whole get out situation where remember how the flashes, anytime they took pictures of them, it bought that inner self of them out. Mm -hmm. It woke him up, kind of the flash. Yeah. Whenever he would take pictures, it would wake him up, and they were their cell, um, their original being or their black being came to the surface, and basically they were like, "Get out!" You know, right? So what go, was that going in crazy? The other so movie? it was the thunderstorm when she was out at the beach. Anytime there was a thunderstorm and the thunder would flash and everything like that, right. it would automatically make her want to go and find herself, essentially, which was the name of the fun house. Right. Go find yourself. And when she did find herself, she ended up getting swapped. Okay. Little Easter eggs. Another Easter egg was the bunnies. So the bunnies just play on him. Bunnies are fucking creepy. And if you, <laughs> you probably didn't pay attention to this because I didn't even notice this either. But the daughter, bunnies hop in there really, really fast. They're said to be fast. She was the runner. Mm -hmm. She had a shirt with a bunny on it. And then even the T-O-H that she had on her shirt. I did notice that that's French or either German for a rabbit. Okay. Or one of them languages for rabbit. I just connected the bunnies with cloning. Because a lot of times rabbits and lambs. And then the master son had on was like a play on Michael Myers. Yeah. The rabbits and um, lambs oh, yeah. are most cloning, of the time the yeah. first things that people, clone. that people clone. True. That too, yeah. So a couple more micro choices that I noticed was, like you said, the Thriller Jacket. The Jaws, the Howard shirt, all of those kind of represented just the the irony of them going to the beach and him wearing a Jaws. The little boy wearing a Jaws shirt was funny, right. um, which is still like those little hidden things 
the comedian side of him. Right. And and as well as homage. One thing I didn't really notice, I didn't notice the song that they were whisper whistling. It's the NC Spider. It was the NC Bitsy Spider. And the whole premise of that song is the NC Bitsy Spider goes up the water spout and then the rain comes and washes it back out. Washes it back out, right. And it tries to go back up. But I did notice that spider that was on the table. Right. So and it was, it was a two toy, it was a toy spider, spider, spider. And then yep. the real spider came out from mm-hmm. the toy spider. Mm-hmm. And then like in retrospect, I was like, yo, that was her. Like it was a real her and it was a toy clone. Version, clone her. version of her, right? Yeah. And then the um the scattering of like the family. Mm-hmm. I was watching a video and he was saying how like that idea came to him from roaches. Right. Like when the lights come on and how they scatter. Right. And he said exactly he, what shit he, like he said he had a experience with a water bug a couple years ago. And like he saw it, he got like got still and he went to um get something to kill it with. And as soon as he moved, it took off. So basically he was saying like that stuck with him. Like and the fact yeah. that it's they're like it's a defense mechanism almost. That and that's it's they're creatures that stay. <clears throat> A lot of things. So a lot of stuff that the Red family had was their their sense. Because they couldn't really talk. So everything else was heightened. Right. Well, they were able to break out of that conundrum that they were in. Right, right. Hence the fact they were able to to devise that plan to take take back. Right. And do the Hands Across America thing. And even like... Which was um, weird that that was all the... Oh... Another theory about the Hands Across America thing. Because okay. in the beginning of the movie, when she it was the real her and she was watching television. Uh-huh. And that's all she, she was remembered that's from all her she childhood. knew as a protest or trying to make a stand or make a difference. Right. So that's what she chose to do because as a child, that was the only way that she knew she could make a difference. So I that's what it, it meant. And I was just like I thought it was the only thing she remembered. Or that. Right. Cause that's my first thing. But like, I was like, why? the thing was was I think she wanted to bring everybody up to the top to bring it to the light. Yeah. And to make a statement. Yeah. That was the only thing she knew from childhood as to make a statement. Right. Because she had all her adult years down there. Did you have any um, questions left? That damn... answer. That Captain America Frisbee. Yes. Nobody can explain that to me. And this is my thing. And I'm like, is it the red? No, this is my thing, babe. Because, like, because yeah, we know... Because we know how Jordan Peele's mind works and that we are now kind of onto his tricks. You think it was a play on Marvel? No, I don't think it was a play on Marvel. Like, they want me to take my shit to Marvel. No. (laughs) I don't think you meant anything. And that's the point of it being in there. So we're sitting there trying to find something and then the way they zoomed in on it. (laughs) Yes, and it's nothing. I mean, it could very well be something, but I can't figure it out. I haven't seen any I feel like we're not going to find out until the next movie. I haven't seen any videos mentioning. Only thing that I can think of is how a lot of things start to be like coincidences. When she was like, there's a lot of things that happen, like just little coincidences, like things that are just, lined up too well like the repetitive 11 11s like at, from a character point of view not from a bro the 11 11s are fucking deep but um i'll break that down too yeah i i seen those but also just like the fact that the frisbee laid perfectly over the other circle mm-hmm. and then she picked it up i'm waiting 
that's that's the thing. That's the coincidence. When you throw a frisbee, it never lays perfectly on the surface. It, it lays perfectly, but it's, it's just, just like it, it just happened right to lay dot. directly over the circle, and it was the same circumference. It was just a coincidence. And then, like I said, much part of me, most of me, thinks that it don't really mean nothing. Probably he don't. just know that we out here trying to look for stuff. I, so I'm, I, I got a theory that. about the nice Templar thing, though, like a shield or a crest now. Oh, really? Like it meant something? Because it's red. As soon as I saw it, I was like, that's Captain America. It looked like Captain America shield. And I was like, what the heck does that have to do with anything? We're going to find out later. Um, The 11-11. The 11-11. So it kept recurring. And that has a lot to do with the Hands Across America thing. Right. Okay. So the first thing that I noticed. Scripture yourself. I was just about to say that. It's very deep. Very. Very deep. Very. You got the scripture? No, but I pretty much know what it says. I can give I can, you the uh, I can, I can paraphrase the Queen Brittany version. Four forty four. Uh, oh shit! Uh, <laughs> um, basically, it's like it's basically about the day of reckoning. Like mm-hmm. there'll be a day will come where the consequences oh, for your actions, great devastation, will be upon you, and it ain't nothing you can do about and it. And I'm not gonna hear you. Right. Right. Which was that situation? Basically. Because even if they tried, they tried to outrun them and they still. And that's what she was scared about the whole time about going back to that beach because it was a day of reckoning. And the fact that she kept seeing the 11 11. I don't think she knew that 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 was the day of reckoning. I just thought she didn't want to. What was confusing to me is. It makes perfect sense though, but let me. Let me elaborate on that while you figure out what you was about to say. No, I already know what I was about to say. What's confusing to me is that wasn't their first time back. But it's the beach itself though. They would go there on vacation, but they would stay in the house. They never went to the beach. That was the thing. Uh, okay, okay. She didn't want to go back to the beach. She was very adamant about not going yeah. back to the beach. And that was because she was scared that it was going to find it was her. Gonna find her. Yeah, her past was going to come back up to her and find her. And as they were on their way there, and the first thing that she saw was the guy, the 11-11 guy mm-hmm. with the Jeremiah 11-11, that was like oh shit it's happening like that was the first coincidence and the next one after that the next one after that even the way that they had the silhouettes of them walking to the beach uh-huh. was one 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 it was yeah. four of them then it was also the hands holding hands when it was in the driveway when it was in the car the little picture that was on the decal that was on the windshield yeah, in on the, the back windshield it had all played into that um and it was just the whole idea that she didn't want to go back because she knew that her past was going to come back right. for her and that was going to be her day of reckoning, which ended up happening. Her coming back to find her and kill her, essentially, and try to take her back. Essentially, she was scared to go back. That's really what she was scared for at first, was going back, mm-hmm. not getting her life taken, really. She was scared that her truths were going to come out because she was so that far part. removed from that life. She would, And the thing is, is that she probably never even imagined that leaving from that area or that life and going up to the upper world would change her to the point where she was educated had a life had children have kids she became an elitist essentially right and And she forgot where she came from that's another theme on the movie right that aspect of forgetting where you came from and also the fact that a lot of people i you hear people a lot of people with money be like money only makes you more of what you are Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm so empower only makes you more of what you are. So if you're a good person to your core, it's going to make you even better, even better. Or you you do more good. Mm-hmm. If you're an evil person, then you do more evil. And I feel like that's what 
that's another layer of what her character represented. Like she was already evil and she tried to suppress it. Bring your microphone. This way? Yeah. Okay. But she tried to suppress it. And it's like, no matter what you could do, no matter how far you run, it's, it is what it is. Right, and it came back to her. The movie was good. The thing about it is it so you deep. can't get all that off the first screen in a watch. No. You're never going to get all that. And so, I feel like even with all the videos of people telling you what's what, you're still going to find new stuff when you watch it. And the thing is, is that's why I enjoyed the movie for what it was. And that's why I found the movie to be good yeah. on the first watch. Because I was like, I applaud the creativity of it. Because yeah. all in all, it was a good movie, even though I, a lot of shit was going over my head. I didn't understand it. And this is why I feel like a lot of stuff. And it wasn't it. as deep as, um, it wasn't as deep as Get Out was initially. Uh-huh. Just watching it for what it was, it just was a good creative movie. You just saw a lot of gore. You just saw a lot of violence. And that was something that took people aback because they were like, damn, I wasn't expecting them to be just all out zombie apocalypse murder. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even the kids murdering, you know? I also think like I forgot what I was gonna say. Never mind. It's so hard because you just like cutting me off. I was still in the middle of it, and you wanted me to cut cut me <laughs> off so you could say what you needed to say. It was weird. I was just like, let me finish, please. You can go ahead. But yeah, and I was telling my my coworker that like when she kept telling me she didn't understand it, I was like, well, you just gotta enjoy it for what it is. There's so many layers to it. Like we can break down the layers of all the hidden meanings and the Easter eggs and the symbolism and all that good stuff. But just on the surface, it's a creative, it's a think piece that he bought to the silver screen. You know what I mean? Like if you could write this out and just have like fan fiction type stuff, it would be interesting, but to put it in a movie and then have all these deep meanings underneath it, it's layers to it. So on the surface, it was a creative movie. Plus it was scary. Like, I'm not going to say it was scary. Like ah, jump scary, but it was more so scary in the sense of damn, this is some wild shit that could probably happen. And he likes to intentionally use uh, humans and Americans as opposed to creatures and monsters for his films because he always says that the scariest person on earth is a person a person essentially yeah because this is ain't no creatures for for outside of animals things like that. ain't them, ain't no monsters but the monster with inside you can be the scariest thing in the world you know what I mean right and the monster inside of us is what he uses for his protagonist is that the word it's an antagonist. Antagonist? Yeah, so. I don't know. It's really, really good. I enjoyed it. And if you don't get it, continue to watching it. Open up your mind while you're watching these things. You, maybe you need to watch a spoiler first, though, for real, for real. Some people need to watch a spoiler first before they go see that movie. Maybe. It was so funny because Marcus, uh, my cousin, he called, he called and he was like, yeah, have you seen us? Yeah. I was like, no, nah, not yet. He was like, man, I don't want to spoil it for you. Butter was like, go ahead and spoil it, man. I don't need tripping. He was like, Bruce, you cool? I was like, yeah, I don't mind being spoiled. He was like, I just think. And he said some shit, but it didn't explain nothing. I was like, well, you damn sure didn't spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> and Butter was weak. I was like, boy. I'm like, that's all I you can tell table, me? Baby. Like, that, that didn't do anything for us. But yeah, a lot of people still don't get it. And maybe we don't all the way get it, but it was a good movie. Just enjoy the movie for what it is. Don't try to look deep into it. Just enjoy it for what it is. Ooh, it's us. U.S. United States Americans. It's us. It's pushing it. 
I mean, it is, but it's not pushing it because that's not pushing it. But that's what it stands for. But I'm saying, I'm just like, if that's all you can get out of it, then just enjoy the movie. You know what I mean? I don't know. What else you got to say, Pat? I don't remember. You just lost everything. I you gonna make it seem like I took it over? (laughs) You did. I did. That was a whole three minutes of you talking about yourself. Cause you just won't let me talk. I will. I I let you talk. I shut up. I ain't say nothing. Thank you. You're welcome. Go ahead. Do your talk. I don't I don't know what else to say. I was thinking that you was going to ask me something or you was going to want to rebuttal at some point. Well, I mean, what do you think? Do you believe in the whole layers of it? Do you think that people just need to enjoy the movie for what it is? Or do you think they need to go in with trying to break it down? I think that's why they're not getting the movie. Because they're not trying to see it for what it is. No. I think they're looking for something. Yeah, well, we... Stop looking for something and let it come to you. Definitely said that. That's why I said in the beginning about the Frisbee. He know people in his movies looking for stuff now. He know people trying to find that symbolism. And to mess with you, he might just throw something in there that really don't mean nothing that you're going to infer. And have something so hidden in it, like the bunny thing. That was hidden. Hidden? It was the opening scene. Now I'm talking about on the daughter's shirt and having it in a different language and things of that nature. That was very hidden. Oh, well, that part, yeah, but, I mean, you knew the bunnies were important. And then the fact that the son drove off with a bunny in his lap. Yeah. The son is very important, too, because we need to break down the ending. Okay, go ahead. No, I'm going to let you have that because you didn't let me talk. (laughs) I mean, you don't let me talk. I want you to break down the ending. Break down the ending of what you took it for. Because the ending, everything that you see on YouTube says the ending broken down. And they don't break it down. Well, they break it down, but that's the thing that everybody is curious about. Everybody is curious about the ending because the ending is what really. Because it's a big plot twist. So I was listening to Sway in the morning, and um, I keep wanting to call him Mbaku. Winston (laughs) Duke was up there, and Sway was like, Yesterday we had Candy Barris up here. She had already seen the movie, and she had a question for you. So her question was, Will there be a sequel? Because of the big. Um, the big plot twist at the end leaves room for a sequel. And he was like, he's like, ain't no telling what's going on in Jordan Peele's mind. Like, we, we'll never know unless he writes when it comes out with it. So I was thinking like, yo, the sequel would kind of, the sequel would kind of be dope. What are you doing? I'm adjusting your mic so I can hear you better. Because you turn you turn it this way, mm-hmm. and you're not getting it. And I feel like the mic should have been closer this way than away. No. Okay. That don't not sound talk. better. Not huh? Talk. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. But um, yeah, I was like the sequel. Like I don't even know what a sequel would look like. I don't think he's gonna do a sequel on it. Other than the red people going cra- going crazy against each other. He's not gonna do a sequel of it. I don't think any of his movies are going to have a sequel, but they're all going to have Room a connection. Room to infer. I don't, this connection thing, I just... It's going to be a connection in the symbolism of how he shoots it. Because all directors have their their way of shooting movies. Right. Same way That's like what Spike I Lee. think is, is more connected than the actual universe of the movie itself. Just the fact that he likes those same kind of colors. It's like the dude who made Moonlight and how... And um, Bill Street, like everybody was saying, it's just so warm and beautiful, and it's a lot of 
pause and it's just the style in which they shoot it that doesn't mean moonlight took place in the same quote-unquote universe as bill street right but it's no coincidence that it's two different experiments that's trying to conjure up the same outcome it's a theory i'm not saying that it's exact well all i'm saying is i'm dispelling the theory because from the guy who wrote and produced and directed these movies, he's telling us that that's not what that is. They literally asked him that on the South by Southwest panel. Do you think they exist in the same universe? And he was just saying, yes, the Earth, America. That's the the universe. Which makes perfect sense, Brittany. But I don't see the experimental people being the same group of people and crossing that much other than the fact that these are two things in America that we deal with right of if, many if America is the is is if he's saying that it's just it exists in America yes so it can exist in America these are the underlying things that conspiracies are made of essentially a lot of his movies deal with conspiracies anyway conspiracies social conspiracies racism ain't a conspiracy is it? but i'm talking about the whole That's idea real. the whole idea of trying to even the daughter talked about the conspiracies in the beginning of the movie when she was talking about how they put fluoride in your water to control you right his movies are based on conspiracy and reality i understand that outside of the movie him as a director and a writer this is what he chooses to focus on. But the world of Get Out and the world of us, to me, in my opinion, based on what I've seen, is not the same world. Okay, and that can be the case, Brittany. But all I'm saying is, even if it is two separate lifetimes, two separate existences, just him making movies, the underlying theme of who are the... The power. The power structure. I understand that. I'm thinking that you're saying that it's the same people, which is what you said earlier. Right. Well, it can still be the same people who are the power structure, Brittany. I'm not saying that it's the same people from that same movie. It's the same scientists that were trying to do that. No, because it was her parents or some shit. And they all died anyway. But what I'm saying is it can still be the same power structure on a a parallel of trying to do an experiment to capture some type of nuance of life essentially so the whole tethering situation or having those two separate beings it was an experiment that went wrong the hence the fact that it was in a in a closed off area down low they started with the bunny rabbit scenes that's an experiment type situation the experiment went wrong but they couldn't kill off those things so they just left them down there essentially right whether it's a separate instance or not it could still be the same power structure trying to do something major with an experiment and it went wrong essentially i'm not disagreeing with that and then it being quote unquote the nice templar whatever the case is that might have just been get out but then to carry that over into that same theme those same themes came up in this movie though okay the same colors the same the same signs of it and all that stuff those same things came up and it, it would make sense i mean it's the same director okay okay I'm just saying I disagree. You keep hitting me with the same facts. I understand what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I just, I don't think that's what it is. I I think that 
the power structure because if you're top if you're t- if you're tackling a topic of power whether it's racism which is a power structure classism which is a power structure the same under belly stuff is going to come up so i understand how that crosses over i'm just saying that people were saying that it exists in the same world like this is a different continent in a different state or something yeah mm-hmm. i don't think that that's what that is that's why i say outside of the movie yes but as far as being in the movie i don't i don't see it i don't see those characters being uh global neighbors um it may not be global neighbors but the power structure i in my opinion i feel it's the same but yeah so i'm agreeing with that part no power structure is still the same would you recommend but, this movie? Yes. I would recommend it. Yes. I, people got to watch it and just go in there with an open mind and just watch it and, and, and experience it as a thriller. Cause I don't even like scary movies. I don't like thrillers. I don't like chillers. None of that. I just chillers. don't find them. In, I don't find them interesting, but with these it's movies, the fact that you don't find them interesting think. because we're not in them. Black people. Yeah. Maybe they talked about that. Cause they was Maybe. asking, um, Winston Duke, if, he was like a person who was into like horror films before being in a horror film. He was like, "No, I never found them interesting because we were the first one. To we're die. a trope in horror films. We the black dude or the black chick who gets killed first." And he was like, "I'm not interested in. I'm not interested in that. It just never appealed to me." And- a lot of them lately, they, they they haven't created a character for the for the for right. The, and see, I'm antagonist. not into I'm not into it's like supernatural. Yeah, I'm not into the supernatural. Stuff. Whatever. Not scary to me. That's not scary to me. No, it's just pointless. I, that's why I like suspense movies more than I like mm-hmm. horror movies, like action movies. But because like, if you ever seen a movie called The Orphan, that was a really really good suspense movie. And you know how my mama is. But she even loved that movie. Or like the movie with Octavia Spencer that's coming out, Ma. Mm-hmm. I'm into stuff. I'm into thrillers and psychological thrillers and stuff. I don't like anything with dolls. I don't like ghosts. I don't like spirits. Because it's not <laughs> scary to me. My thing is, is I enjoy watching scary movies when I were younger, when there was a character. You know what I mean? You had Freddy Krueger. You had Jason. You had Mike Myers. You had Scream. And I think that's why. They've gone away from I that. I think that's why Jordan is also winning because of the fact that He's creating characters. Like, he's creating a person who is just. It's a person of interest. Yeah. Because even though. Or they get have out, some kind of motive. It didn't was the really dad have a, and the daughter. Yeah, it was but the family. The thing that drew you to the movie was him with the face and going like that. That's what drew you to that movie. The same way now, it's the damn scissors and her holding it like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It draws yeah. you to it. I don't think it was. It's a character that draws you to the movie, cause no, I'm saying as far as it being him, he was the good, the good guy. I'm not talking about the person who's who's supposed to be scaring you, but okay. it's a it's a it's an image that draws you to the movie. The first thing, the thing that you always see when someone pays homage to Get Out now, it's always them going in the sunken place, yeah, doing that face or something like that, right? Like I'm surprised he didn't get typecast from that shit, cause every time <laughs> I see him, I think about that now, but um. When you got a person of interest or a character that draws you to it, 
uh-huh. then you have a successful thing because Scream, Mike Myers, they all had their characters. Like when you think Freddy Krueger, you think of the claw and the face and the sweater, his hat. When you think of Scream, you think about that face with the long mouth. Mm-hmm. When you think of Jason, the pain, the pain. You think about the hockey mask and the in the in the machete. Now with Red, you think about the prison jumpsuit. Red that jumpsuit, one glove and the scissors. And the scissors. The gold scissors was the the symbol. I guess you could say the symbolism, but it was nobody the, talked about the, the image. scissors. What does the scissors mean? That's how you cutting get, the. That's how you get untethered. You get untethered. Yeah, cutting the tie. Yeah. Things don't. It's just there's so many things to think about, and I'm just like, how can a director? meticulously place all these different things in there. You know what I mean? Because it has to be someone who has a very, very good understanding and appreciation for what they're doing. No, just a creative person. It's like a painter. And you be like, oh my God, that looks so real. Like when you look at, um, uh, what's the girl? I think her name is Brianna James. Her paintings are cartoonish, but they also look like you can just jump in and touch them because of how she places the white paint to get the lighting mm-hmm. or how she places the darker colors to get the shadows. Like he writes in nuance. He writes in gray. There's shadows. There's light moments. There's dark moments. There's nothing on his canvas of a movie that's not thought about. There's nothing there just to be there unless it's intentionally there to be there if that makes any sense yeah because i saw people go deep and was like if when the kids was in the closet mm-hmm. the two boys they was looking at the board games on the shelf behind them oh, yeah, like one of them was guess who and the other one was some monster trap yeah monster but trap, it was like no it was i can't remember what it was but it was like the box was upside down and backwards Anyway, the, the things on that's the show. No, we didn't talk about the son. He, he's a very interesting character too. Yeah, I feel like he got it. He gets it. He 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 understood it. He he was the one the whole time. Like it's he, us. He realized. Like, he broke. The, he decoded the whole thing. Yeah. He decoded the whole thing, and especially I think it was when he was in the closet that, with him, and he was doing the whole the clicking, the clicking thing, and then he realized that he would do it too, and then he did the mask with him. And he was like. I can control what he do if I do it with him. Right. Hence the fact when it came time to kill him, he got out the car and, and started exactly walking backwards because he, he was like, he's going to follow what I do because he's me. Hence the fact when she said, when you left me and I had to learn how to do dance and everything because that's what you were doing and da 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 and all that good stuff. You saw her down there doing it or whatever it right. was. And everything that they did up top, they did down because they were a mirror image of them. They were a parallel right. of them. So he understood that. I don't know. It's just interesting. He did. And it's also like, so somebody t- said, your coworker said that she thinks that the boys were switched in the closet. Mm-hmm. We, it was a good theory, but then I had to decode it. Did, it I decoded wouldn't it. have made sense I because of the, the, the deformity of his face. Well, she kind of had something that, for that too. And the fact that the son could talk. That's what I decoded it with. I decoded it with the fact that the son could talk. Debunked it. But, or de- debunked it, yeah. Because the son could talk. And she was saying something about, yeah, because his face was messed up because it, he caught it on fire or whatever the case was. But I'm like, right. it can't work like that because if you remember when they were in the house, the boy was trained like a damn pit bull yeah, killer. Yeah, he was like a, a, a pet. Right. Which is why I think 
because the image of um, red and the red sun, they were so connected where she was like the master to his. I'll protect you when she said that. Yeah, but she was like the overseer of the puppy son. And then on the other hand, the real life, uh, I can't think of her, I'll just call it Lapita, and the little boy, they were the same way, which is how he knew that something in his mom was different when they were in the car and they looked at each other. And basically he told her, I'll keep your secret by pulling the mask over his face. Right. That's what made you feel like a sequel could come along. Going along with the the ride. ride, I don't think a sequel could come along because the whole point of her was, I just want your family. I just want what you have. Mm -hmm. She didn't even want to hurt the kids, which is why when the girl was in the tree, she jumped out and ran and just stood there and was kind of like, Remorse, like I'm sorry I'm it had to. Still. Yeah, I'm sorry it had to be this way, but in order for me to get what I, well, I that came, played on the whole forgetting where you came from thing. Yeah, because now she realized she was killing her real life people. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. And then it was also the the morning of like, too bad, but if this is the price I gotta pay, I I'm willing to, pre- to pay it. And then it became the whole. I have to protect what I gain. Right. The price that I have to pay now that I've gained this lifestyle, I have to protect my family because these are the values that we have on this side of the world. And she ain't even missed the husband when he died. You talking about the red jumpsuit husband? Yeah. Because people forgot that he died. Niggas didn't even really notice that he died. What did I say to you when a red jumpsuit dragged Winston out the house? Oh, I was, I was feeling some type of way about that. You don't like, remember what I said? Let you get dragged out, and they just they look back, and then they came right back. You don't remember what I said to you? No, I said that's the black man in America. Oh yeah, yeah, getting dragged out of the household. He yeah. was he was taken out first. That's what you said. I said he was taken out first, mm-hmm. and now other things can ensue. Right. I can get to your kids. The woman already trapped because she's trapped to the table of it. for real, for real. Yeah, bit. and then it's also the fact that like people were saying like it's. It's not about race. And then it's about the in a lot of the interviews, he was saying, if it's anything about black people, it is about race. Already. Off rip. Because the first thing people think is a black horror movie. They on vacation in the woods, mountains. Be- like, black people don't vacation. It's just the whole... Right. That was the first thing I said concept. when we got in there. Like, camping. See, they're doing wrong already. We don't camp. And I was like, they're not even camping there right, in the whole house. But that was the, your first thought. Mm-hmm. And it was also like the fact that when the white people met the black people, like when they met their friends at the beach, the whole talk about them, her having uh, plastic surgery and how Lapita didn't need it. She was so beautiful. And even when the red version of Peggy, I can't, I don't know her real name. From Mad Men was up there. She was in the mirror, like putting herself together and making sure she was pretty. She wasn't really worried about. She was keeping Lupita in her place, but she wasn't gonna kill her per se from what how she was acting. And it was also like, it was also not about race and the fact that going through the movie, you think it's only Lupita and her family who is doing who's going through this, right. and then you realize no, it's, it's white everyone. people too. It's before everybody. You, before you go down there, 
I gotta pay some bills. And then we're gonna come back, all right? Oh. All right. Alright, we back. This is the second part, part two of the bonus episode here. And um we're gonna finish this up. We're gonna wrap it up. We're not gonna keep it too long on this part right here. We're gonna wrap it up. And, you don't sound uh, like you got an echo? Yeah, it is. It's because we got the music playing, but I'm gonna turn it down. It's gonna come off. Oh, okay. Bruce, we ain't got time. Anyway, though, so. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, yeah. What you were saying about the wife, Peggy? Red Peggy? I, I honestly don't remember. Okay. I just remember talking about race. And, um, go ahead. You said you had some insight. Right. Well, I was trying to remember mine, too. But it's just, it's, it's, it's a couple <laughs> more. forgetful people. It's a couple more levels of it that we haven't like covered yet. But the whole idea of the forgotten ones, like the, the parallel, not the parallel universe, but the ones that were down underneath symbolized people who are in prison, people who are in the mental institution senior citizens just those who are not or even just african-americans just poor people um middle class lower uh lgtbq okay i guess you could put them in there but they winning <laughs> they be winning bro like people would say just black people, people who are people would say black people was winning because we had a black president marginalized people in general are the forgotten ones who are not of the elitist not educated Things of that nature. Um, that's what that symbolized. So it was just the whole idea of when she did get swapped instead of, you know, her saying, oh, let me show you. Can you show me what's out there? Da, 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 da. Her mischievous mind was to this is my opportunity to make it. This is my opportunity to get out. I don't out. even think it's a mischievous mind, though. It's the opportunist mind of an American. Yeah. Which is not necessarily mischievous all the time. Is this is my chance? I don't know if I'm gonna ever have another one. I don't care who one. I got to step on. Not even that. This is my chance. I don't know if I'll ever have another one. I have to do this. I don't know. I don't care who life I have to ruin, even if it's my own mirror version of myself. I'm taking this opportunity, and she took it instead of it. Could have went so many different ways, essentially. And then the whole idea of being misunderstood. She didn't care about how the girl was going to be taken down to to, uh, to that being basically imprisoned and put into that situation. And then as she grew up, she became acclimated to the elitist lifestyle, essentially. And not even, not only that, she became aware of what she did. Right, right, right. And then knew that potentially karma could come back. You learned about karma, essentially. Right. Um, and then the play on not what you were saying about the white people, because initially we thought that it was just their family. That's even watching the previews and everything. And we thought that it was just going to be a black people thing. But when we saw the other family, that's what brought it full circle for us. And that's when we realized, like, everyone can feel this. Everyone can have this certain level of being marginalized. It's not just being a black thing. It's not just being, you know... Mm-hmm. Everybody has that certain level of being prejudiced. Is that the word? Prejudice. With the ED on the end of like having prejudices, prejudice against you. No. Certain Pre-judged, levels of Bruce. Okay. <laughs> 
certain levels of prejudice against you. Yeah. So that's what I mean. That's what I got out of it there. I guess you're so ready to finish right now. You don't want to draw any more points. I, that's all I got. I said what I got. Okay. You were saying something about the white, about Peggy and about the whole skin thing and her wanting the whole Lupita skin thing and her doing Botox. I know you had something on that because we talked about it. I already said it. You didn't. What was I missing? You didn't finish it. I cut you off in the middle of it so we could pay the bill and then we said we were going to come back to it and you never finished it. I thought I did. Okay. Well, you don't have to say that. All right. Well, say bye to the people, baby. We're about to get up out of here and I hope y'all enjoyed the bonus. Thanks again for uh, listening. And um, if y'all like it, go ahead and share it. We're going to put it on YouTube so y'all will be able to see it on YouTube. This is going to be our first video on YouTube. We got many more to come. So don't come for us if it look weird. Yeah, this is our first video. We're doing this in our dining room. Trying something, yeah. Mm -hmm. Hopefully the table and everything looks good. We're going to, you know, soup it up a little bit. So get y'all something to look at. All right, say bye to the people. You ain't looking at us. Say bye to them. (laughs) Bye, y'all. And we out.